0: Good morning everyone. You are listening to Table for Two with Naomi Nachman on the Nachum Siegel Network and today is show number drum roll 300. We have turned the corner and new 100 is counting. <laughs> um, I cannot believe that 300 shows has passed or will pass at the end of this show. It's absolutely Amazing for me that I've done something like this. Uh, I remember when I got my first call from Miriam Wallach ten years ago to come onto the show, to come onto her show, That's Life, and my life has never been the same. So I've been you to Miriam and to Nachum for this momentous occasion, and I am thrilled and continue to be thrilled to work for Nachum and to be part of his network and part of the Jewish movement. Before there were podcasts people say oh they listen to the podcast i'm like we've been going for so long the word p- podcast was not even invented yet so we're thrilled to be here every friday on nachemsiegel.com or on the app or the hotline to listen so thank you to everyone that has tuned in all those friday mornings uh, right now i am sydney australia hometown i thought it would be such a cool thing to do table for two from sydney where my kosher jewish life started right here in this in this uh, community. And I'm thrilled to uh, have a show here. I'm recording live at Millie's, not live. It's live for me now. You'll listen to this on Friday morning. Um, but Millie's is in the heart of the Jewish community on a main street called All South Head Road in Rose Bay. The, it's a big artery street. Like it runs from one side of the Eastern suburbs to the other, dotted with kosher restaurants, and uh, supermarkets that sell kosher food. And of course, packed, this is the Jewish ghetto, packed of Jews from all kinds, all walks of life. Everyone gets along, we love each other. Aussies are so chilled and so laid back. In last week's show, 299, you met some amazing people that I've known for a long time. People who have produced kosher products, people who are keeping Sydney kosher. And today's show is all about new products, people who I've not met before, new friends, and we can't wait to share today's episode with you all. A big shout out to our friends, Tuscanini who support Table for Two, and thank you for all our past Table for Two supporters from AHC Appliances, Abelson Hyman Meads, uh, National and Kosher Cheeses, Kosher.com, Manischewitz, and so many more. Just a big, big thank you to everyone. Um, and, of course, a lot of our uh, Tuscanina products are found in the supermarket shelves right here at Coles in Sydney, Australia. Okay, let's start off with a little bit of the monologue that I do at the beginning, just for old time's sake. For those of you who don't know me, I'm Naomi Nachman. I'm about all the food all the time. I love food. I love to shop for it, cook it, eat at restaurants, anything food related. I'm a kosher personal chef. My business is called... The Aussie gourmet, it's funny to say that while I'm in Oz. But I take my aussiness everywhere. I give cooking classes. I run kosher shop competitions. I cater for people for Shabbos. I wrote two cookbooks. And I just love talking about food as well as eating it. I hope you'll tune in every week and hear about my cooking adventures, my kosher food travelling and sharing of great recipes, food and and food ideas. And, of course, meeting these amazing guests. So um, if you have something you want to share... You can always email me me at lachamsegal.com you can follow me on um instagram facebook twitter and tiktok um but if you have something fun that you did with food make this a conversation if you eat it share it thanks guys for that i always appreciate everyone's emails um okay so catching my breath i have with me you know i didn't even catch your last name no spam i knew that i don't know what's it's been a really long day. We are, we are. It's night time here. I usually do my shows during the day. I see there's a difference when you're fresh in the morning. Yeah. I don't think I've done a show at night. I think the Bahrain one I did at night, but I see that it's a little bit harder. The brain's got to think a little bit more at night. That they always say morning brain is your best brain for studying. I have uh, Rabbi David Nussbaum. He is the owner and producer and uh, the genius behind Dave's food company and uh, he reached out to me I know his wife who is a local grown Australian uh, from uh, my shul and <laughs> we grew up Her dad was the rabbi at my shul her father's also uh, my masada kajushan rabbi Goodnick and also helps keep sydney kosher under the new south wales Kosher australia and new zealand Kosher authority I finally got it right <laughs> I always like say it backwards but um so welcome to table for two Thank you. we're excited to have you here Amazing. Okay, so where where do you hail from? I hear an accent.
1: I'm from Canada originally, Montreal.
0: Montreal, do you speak French? A little bit. You speak any other languages?
1: What? Uh no, English mainly.
0: Okay. My my husband's Hasidic cousins speak like French, Yiddish, Hebrew, English. I know good. very diverse. Pretty good. Yeah. Okay, so how did you get into the food business?
1: Good question. So I started off obviously in Ashkaka, Ashkaka side. And okay. then I guess that led me into the food. As well i was looking for something different in the market which wasn't available that's what led me
0: to gravlax gravlax now how what is gravlax and how does it differ differ than locks
1: so gravlax is cured to start with
0: okay what are its origins
1: origins are scandinavian scandinavian countries where they actually wanted to keep the salmon through the winter months so they used to then dip it in a salt and a sugar mixture actually used to take it and actually dip it into the sand some places as well really and then actually keep that cure on and then age it have it throughout the winter more so like a salted fish uh-huh something you have in ukraine
0: okay that's right
1: that's what kept them going through the winter
0: months and 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 it looks like locks or smoked salmon it looks like lox, well, yeah but it's Cured in a different way. Well, it is it's
1: all in the locks family. Okay. It's just term differently. Okay. Gravad locks. That's it.
0: Gravad. What yeah. does that mean?
1: I believe it means the dipping element.
0: The it. dipping. Ah. I
1: got to check that out.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll Google that and get back to you. Yeah. But but uh, in in um, I just went to Ireland a few okay. months ago, yeah. and we went to a kosher smoked salmon house. Yes. where they smoke a smokehouse, and we saw how they smoke the salmon, which is. It looks like this, but it's cooked completely, cooked in air quotes. Well,
1: it depends if it's hot smoked or cold smoked. Right. But they'll always use a salt process before they smoke it. You probably saw that.
0: Yeah, we saw that
1: too. Completely covered in salt.
0: Yeah. It was in the middle of nowhere, Ireland. And and it was all like, we could have a kosher tasting that's under the London in. it was amazing. Okay. So that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah good. That's Everyone's going to go to Ireland and go check it out. So let's talk a little bit about what you've got in front of me. Um, we've got a little beautiful for those of you who are watching on our Knuck and Sigonet channel. Look at that. This is beautiful. So how do you come up with the flavors?
1: So some of them are kind of classic backgrounds like beer is probably an old classic which yeah. is done because
0: yeah, it gives it a so, nice tinge maybe we yeah, should so it's
1: more so about the color given to the fish i tried to change it up a little bit and give it a little bit more flavor mm. so not just having color but more of a punch to it as well okay different and where and we,
0: yeah and then this is i guess more
1: of an american style product where pastrami spice added to the ground box
0: we have to try some of this we need some plates so Don't you'll find think. you'll find most
1: companies actually do
0: they do uh Oh, we got some plates. Go. Have to be ladylike. All the rabbis are like, just dig in. I'm like, no, no, no. We're good. Okay. Oh, we got some. Oh, we got some forks. Thank you, Rabbi. Okay. So we're going to. We're going to have an amazing show, let me tell you guys, because we've got food and drink. We're starting off with fish. We're going to move to wine and then meat. It's going to be amazing. Okay. So uh, we've got these crackers at, back in the U.S., oh, right? The Mary's Gone. The Mary's Gone crackers. Yeah. Okay. So let's it's try this well. big one. Whoops. Okay, so look at this color. It's pink, bright pink. Gonna have some milk. Do you know you're gonna? All right. Okay, so I'm gonna put it on a cracker. That's how you would normally do it, I guess you yeah. would, or on a lox.
1: Cream cheese, whatever.
0: What's, is this milk? No. no, it's no. parfum. So i super flashy. Okay, this is a homemade sauce. A okay. Okay, so we're gonna try this. I'm gonna try it with a crack and then I'm gonna try it plain. So
1: for purists, People that enjoy almost um, the fishy side of salmon, this is my most fishy product.
0: That is oh, the perfect bite. Mm. I'm gonna try it plain now. Honey Yes,
1: <laughs> you to so I eat. So you'll see that that actually has the most. You'll you'll taste it's fishy. You'll ta- yeah, it'll be fishy, but you'll have that orange coming through. Should have an orange coming. Through. Yeah. Getting that. Citrus. Citrus, exactly. So that's what so I'm meat I and citrus. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god. So you're trying to actually push that through. But that's gonna be the most fishy product I have. So anyone who's a purist who really enjoys like the fishy side of fish will like that.
0: Okay. I um, I love ones, fish. I'm uh, like Okay, so now what's ones, this one? So that's my pastrami. Oh, so American. Yes,
1: that's Again, not smoked. So you'll find in New York most most of the pastrami is smoked. So how- it's just cured.
0: What is pastrami rub?
1: Every single company makes a different type usually, but usually it's usually the same base to it. coriander, mustard seed.
0: I
2: never
1: paprika. even asked that. You don't have it in your cookbook. Not yet.
0: <laughs> Not yet. You'll write that recipe. Okay. Yeah, so
1: that's the base of it is pretty much the same across the board and then different companies do it in different ways.
0: Okay all right now what have and we that, got this next is,
1: again also a play on it most
0: i wish you know, i want to make can see the board look at this board everyone it is so beautifully done
1: classic gravlax usually with dill dill and okay. mustard, honey mustard sauce so this would be i added basically a cracked pepper to it oh. um, and the cracked pepper is what makes it pop oh. that's it what right.
0: i like about this is the firmness yeah. of a fish yeah it's like i've had a lot of gravlax in my day yeah but I make Ravlax a lot. This one has a, the, the 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 textures amazing on that one.
1: So that's something that obviously that comes with the product that I'm using as well. The fish I'm using, freshness of the fish.
0: Where are you the getting salt your and sugar fish from? I'm just I'm just so gonna keep eating while you talk. This is amazing.
1: A lot of companies use frozen product first part, right? The end product is always frozen. In this case, everything here is fresh. So I'm getting the product as fast as I can. Where are you? Where, where? The, are you? I'm using ewing salmon coming from what? Tasmania. Oh, so it's Tasmania
0: far- is a state in Australia. It's yeah. the one that's the little island underneath the big main island. Yeah.
1: So it's farmed Atlantic salmon, which is interesting. They're taking Atlantic salmon, they brought it over here and they're farming it in the Pacific in the cold waters mm-hmm. of Tasmania. That's- so
2: within the Australian market,
1: that's looked at as like kind of the top end of salmon okay. again it's all
0: farmed what's a typical Australian fish uh barramundi barramundi okay I wonder Cake if we fish
1: barramundi we have tuna well, we just... right
0: right but tuna you know, we get all over the world I didn't know like what's a real Australian
1: I'd say the tuna I mean, they're getting some pretty high-end tuna here. really yeah
0: it's, it's a little bit different but barramundi barramundi oh my god this Similar is amazing Similar to Halibut, but a little different. Oh my god, this is amazing.
1: one.
0: I love it. So you have this concept. Why gravel? Do you like Gravelette? Yeah, definitely. That was
1: that was what drove me towards it originally.
0: I started off with uh Yeah, tell us how you started. Like one day you're helping funny, your wife, around cooking, uh whatever. <laughs> funny story actually, so we we wanna hear the funny. Every year I used
1: to go home for Sukkot, back to my hometown. And in my hometown. Oh of montreal
0: montreal shout out to all our montreal listeners I, a, I
1: have a good friend a good friend and family a friend of mine every single year makes a Gravelox product but the mm. schmalt style like schmalt salmon oh which, really what you had on friday right right yeah so the bites that tastes cream, like herring it's herringish yeah yes. it's
0: herring-esque yeah yeah
1: but you want to kind of again you want to remove that fishiness okay. the product. i'm like obsessed go, go, go. <laughs> I'm
2: sure. yeah so one year
1: i couldn't make it to montreal but i said i okay. have to have products can't have Sukkot without the grab uh, box. Uh-huh. And that's how it can. So I asked him for the recipe, he shared the recipe, and then it started. But since then, I've kind of changed the recipe a little bit. I've adjusted different things. And then uh, COVID hit.
0: And how did you manage your COVID?
1: No, I only started this product August 2020. Oh, so COVID was? So I started the top product previously. I was more of a hobby business. Mm-hmm. And then COVID hit, I needed to do something little more with it so I said let me try something different
0: are you doing this full time I
1: now I started doing this full time
0: wow amazing amazing it's currently available
1: in 26 stores 21 of them being Harris Farm
0: tell someone Harris Farms and tell our Northern Hemisphere listeners Harris
1: Farm is a nicer Trader Joe's it's a Trader Joe's on steroids probably it's got nicer fruit and veg I don't know okay, if not all traders have food and you don't know which right. Thing Depends to Right, so Vince, they're not more about products. Yeah, so on the product side, it's a higher end product. Yeah, like right now, they're kind of pushing no no fake colors. Okay, so they kind of push different things. Yeah, that's a market. bit Trader Joey. Yeah, very Trader Joe, but at the same time, Trader Yossi. You walk in there and you see that the, the product range is much, I guess, I say, better products overall. than the day Trader Joe's is owned by a multinational, right? And this is still a family run business
2: really yeah.
1: so 19 stores here in sydney or yeah new south wales two stores in queensland which i
0: and and they all the stores carry this
1: they carry the two flavors strami and the pepper and dill.
0: okay and, and how, why those two flavors
1: good, good the question minute. those are the ones you like most okay again if you if he's a purist
0: <laughs> did you buyer. have to like go in and make a whole presentation yes wow and where's your factory like you go in every so, day and start curing. Yeah, the food.
1: factory's local yeah next
0: to the airport actually oh wow i want to come and have a look oh I, I love for your next visit i love seeing how things are made. i'm gonna go with your brother-in-law to cold we're gonna see how they make the bread there you go we love seeing how things are made so yeah. absolutely fantastic okay thank you so much no can we leave this here sure because we on. want to keep nibbling and i'll bring it back Perfect. okay okay amazing thank you so much for coming no on the show this was love it outstanding so uh, I'm trying to showcase all the incredible kosher food coming out of sydney and under the uh, australia and new zealand kosher authority the ka for those who of you who haven't heard last year last week's show it's the uh, the symbol the simani is the uh, it's a diamond with a ka in the middle it stands for quality amazing kosherists. what was the tagline there rabbi kosher made easy kosher made easy and just really high-end products as well and Oh, yeah. your, your, thank you very much enjoy it. thank you, thank you, we will enjoy uh, we just, oh, I promise you I'll take care of it I'm going to bring it back all licked clean don't worry <laughs> alright, Rabbi Solomon who has all I know about food is that I eat it okay, yeah I'm not going to talk to you that much about, about food about. Excellent. I just need a couple of Rabbi Solomon's time to talk it's about pleasure. Sydney, I get these questions all the time I don't know how to answer them so after yeah i'm going to bring you on let's hope you know i how answer can
3: answer
0: it. okay so a uh, little bit of background rabbi Shula solomon uh rabbi of the mizrahi synagogue where, you where i grew up uh rabbi solomon asked me on sh- uh, thursday or Wednesday or thursday if i could please do uh some sort of program here uh while i'm here and i'm like i don't have too much time how about we do a q a on shabbos you write you wrote the questions and i'll answer them we had a pretty nice turnout. yeah it was great and now you're getting me back i'm getting you back yeah yeah so, so i'm sorry
4: that's fair enough
0: uh, i i feel bad that um i made you wait i'm really sorry no, 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 I'm no, a rabbi is, he's a rabbi yeah. and he has a young family you so don't have to feel bad we right? had a few technical glitches even you still getting onto the second oh, okay. show uh, but uh, avrami thank you very much in israel for your time and patience getting getting the show up and running is it, it israel or
4: america
2: so
0: so avramis currently producing the show from israel but it's an american based show and nice. avramis one of our producers and engineers also with his own show and then I can see on their work but the timing is not right right so he had to do it from it. you know australia's 14 hours ahead of um, new york but israel but seven israel's only israel. 7 hours bit confusing. yeah so yeah. i have to remember what's forward and what's backwards it's okay. hard so um okay. how you feeling you're okay you dragged up okay oh yeah yeah we are our next just just came in with a very sore leg so make sure she's comfortable okay all right so rabbi because yeah. eat you eat do you want to eat i, I know much, it's a I'm bit of dinner time. right now
4: because i feel like this camera on me
0: oh awesome. yeah so i eat on camera for a living yeah yeah I do. It's, it's my job it's yeah. my job and people don't want me to either <laughs> Okay, so so talk to me about the Sydney Jewish community. How people ask me this all the time. How many Jews are in Sydney?
4: So first of all, before I will tell you a little bit about it, but I didn't grow up here. Um I grew up in a much smaller Jewish community actually in Perth, Western Australia. Um I'm not sure if your listeners even know where that is, but it's on the other side, the west coast of Australia. Um so that's where I grew up. There are about five thousand Jews there, there's a Jewish school, there's officials. Um Restaurants? No, there were no. Not when I was growing up, there were no kosher when restaurants. There the is Perth. one today, I believe. Um, but when I was growing up, there were no kosher. So
0: when I went to Perth to camp, they would send us some machshim or counselors across to Perth to help out. That I was there for tishabav because camp was right after Tishav, yeah, yeah. and um, they had a pop-up restaurant, a Milkic restaurant that night.
4: A pop-up. A pop-up. Well, that makes sense. It was probably out of my grandparent's
0: house. Uh, it was in a uh, store somewhere. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, but yeah, and we, we you know, you, my uncle was in Madrid on that town. So yeah, um, yeah. my family goes back quite a while Perth. actually. How many
0: years ago did they come from?
4: Um, my, on my mum's side, so both my mum and dad grew up there. Although my dad's originally just outside Sydney, but they both grew up there. They were at school together. I oh, uh, so my grandparents lived there. Um, all very communally involved. Um, so that so I grew up there. We've been living in Sydney for almost eight years now. Actually it's gone really quickly. Um so you wanted to know a little bit about Sydney.
0: Yeah, tell me about Sydney. The Sydney well, that I don't know.
4: The Sydney Jewish community. So I think right. there's people say there's about between forty five and fifty thousand Jews living here. Okay. Um
0: do you know how many kosher keeping Jews there are, or is that too hard
4: to tell? Not enough. That's what I'm supposed to say as a rabbi, I think. But, Not enough. But, but Not they're enough. All, they're never. Um, it, it's probably, I would say, a smaller kosher keeping community than Melbourne is, but you know, I'm hoping that it'll grow bigger and bigger. Um, you've talked a lot about kashrut. I think that's what everyone else is talking about. Um, so, I, I, I mean that that there's a lot of Jewish. Um, ident people are proud jews here people affiliate people are traditional
0: very very um, zionistic very zionistic huge love of
4: israel um throughout the community there are a few jewish schools um
2: in four maybe five yeah yeah
4: there there are a few jewish schools um in sydney very diverse um as well there's one big one called moriah college there's probably people I i went there
0: um
4: Uh, where we send our kids to school, Kesetora, Torah, which I guess is, I mean, it's Chabad ideology, but probably the only religious school, um, from school in in, in Sydney. Um, And people here are very, I'd say that it's probably less religious, especially than Melbourne, is a a smaller religious community, but um, a very proud traditional um, Jewish community. Uh, that want to affiliate and associate with something Jewish, um, even if they're not necessarily
0: religious. Okay, so it's very interesting. But it's
4: hard, I think your listeners in America, it's hard for them to understand the concept of sort of a non-practicing Orthodox. So people who might not keep Shabbat, might not keep kosher 100%, but they 100% do identify and affiliate with an Orthodox
1: shul. So when they go to shul, they
4: choose to go to Orthodox shul that's kind of the Judaism they associate and affiliate with, um, even if they're not practicing. Uh, But something which I know they don't really have in America, it definitely exists in South Africa and England. Um, But I think it's something which is quite unique. And I think the challenge the community faces is to sort of that sometimes as the generations pass, um, becomes harder to maintain. So I think the community, the
0: rabbis like talking about how we're keeping is like Kirov or is there the
4: rabbis are always talking about something right that's right. what we do yeah
0: um
4: but yes i think that that's the challenge that we all talk about how to keep um jewish people engaged and affiliated and i think that's a
0: challenge not just in sydney and australia but throughout the world yes I um agree. just on different levels and different
4: standards so where you live obviously it's a whole different ball game and and but well, yeah, everyone I
1: mean, everyone,
0: our own. everyone our own have Keep your own issues, keeping, your own challenges. I say keeping from kids from is just as important. Correct,
1: exactly. That's what Inspiring, I mean. Inspired so
0: connected. Every, everyone
4: lacks a bit of inspiration. Everyone could be more inspired. Everyone could be more engaged. I think maybe the level here is a little bit different to where you live and there is a different set of challenges. By the way, am I supposed to be facing you or the camera? Oh yeah me. You, yeah you. yeah okay. don't worry. It's we different, we different. we have
0: we're using the we usually have a zoom we have usually in person with a
1: whole.
0: Okay. a guy that comes to the whole team and cameras like, okay. and. Well, this is good. But my but, computer, my computer crashed, so we're using, using my phone. phone.
4: Oh, no, so, it's, uh, so it's a different set of challenges, and I think, like I said, the, the challenge, the big challenge for the community overall, is you know, um, as the world becomes less traditional, especially in Australia, I think it's one of the most secular countries in the world. Um,
0: what do you mean by that? secular countries well the, the average
4: australian doesn't really identify with any religion they're pretty laid back relaxed oh really i mean they might sort of nominally say that they're belong to a religion but they don't really have a particular passion and connection really? to it um and as as australian and, and
0: right sports is the religion correct yeah. sports
4: is the religion um good
0: one that's absolutely i'm so correct. glad you came um, for more reasons than one <laughs>
4: but but um that's that the challenge is how to keep that connection affiliation and the spark alive as I, said. I think that's yeah it's a
0: constant challenge right by, by everyone and especially by everyone
4: absolutely Especially uh,
0: yeah um okay if there was one thing that you could change that what would be the first thing if you could like really do something big and you know
4: one thing i could change yeah like about the community
0: yeah like what would you want to really push for or you know
4: we talked about this there's one big thing I think in 12 months' time, and people are watching this now, right, so they can all say, you said this and it didn't happen, right, that we're going to do a big thing uh, where we're going to bring a few different rabbis and yourself and educators, men and women, and have a big weekend um, of inspiration for the community of talks and shows and and something which I think people can engage and identify with at all levels. Um, That, I think, has been probably done before, but hasn't been done for a while. so, if there's something we could add for the next 12 months, I think that's what, what it is. I think would if be.
0: anyone has ideas, especially all the Sydney people that are listening, let us know. Let uh,
4: I, I don't us. I don't know that I would ever. Hard to say. If you want to ask, if one thing I'd change, that's too hard of a okay. question to ask. Not answer. change,
0: but enhance. Not really change, but. So, that I think people.
4: I, th- I think, or, like or take I said, on, I think, I, think,
0: on, yeah. on. I didn't mean change. I meant take on. What could we, you know? Yes, yeah, so I think that that's. Because the Kashar is really trying hard. Uh, here. I think
4: so you want me to try hard as well no yeah i I mean no 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 i mean i think that there isn't one particular thing that i would i think that there is a general sort of people are too relaxed it's australia right that's the culture that's where we belong and that's for the most part a good thing right um
0: it's a very chill place
4: very relaxed place and especially the jewish community here um, my in-laws always ask me because I'm married to a Melbourne girl. My in-laws live in Melbourne, and you know, with Melbourne Jews, it's like, why would you want to live anywhere else? So yeah, they Melbourne. always ask me, yeah, well yeah, Melbourne, right? Like you Melbourne. It's like
0: you know, Melbourne. little Sydney, Melbourne okay, right. I always have to add in a little. Bit. Yeah, we, have, so we, always, it, we always dig at Melbourne they and always dig at Sydney, but we know Sydney's, correct, we know Sydney's right? We like the
1: Sydney
0: spots, right? But
4: they always, they always say to me, you know, don't you want to? They, they want Michal. my wife is their only daughter they have four kids three boys and a girl they always say to me don't you want to come and live here and i say if i was a rabbi in melbourne i wouldn't be able to walk down the street on sunday in shorts and t-shirt mm-hmm. and here i can <laughs> so i'll stay in sydney, sydney but,
0: Chill. Sydney but, chill. Uh, i think
4: that you know being too relaxed sometimes come with comes with the lack of Sort of inspiration and engagement um, with Torah and Mitzvot um, and becoming a better person and becoming a better Jew. So that's maybe something I would change. Maybe we could stay relaxed, but maybe some of the sort of engagement could be a little bit So better.
0: maybe this weekend could, that we're planning might be. Right. so maybe that
4: can inspire, exactly.
0: Okay, what's your favorite? You know, it's a food show. What's your favorite food?
4: Schnitzel. <laughs> you
0: Absolutely. should remember
4: I I would have schnitzel for. <laughs> by the way I also, I also want to tell you one thing i'm very very proud of in terms of kosher food and that is and, and i actually told my children even though they're little and i should be thinking about this but as a rabbi you have to attend funerals right so you think about it that i want them to mention this one day in my husband <laughs> I, I, I was the only private individual who the, the jesse's
0: right like the kosher
4: bakery that, that, I mean, obviously, there are organizations that, you know, there's food and food, and you, you know, you don't, like, you know, they take a tab off every month. So, way back, because we used to live almost right next to Jess's, I was there all the time. Yeah. So, it's like, you I'd know, have to get just at the end of the month, to tell me how much I owe, yeah, yeah. Right? Not that I spend that much money, but like, I don't want to have to keep waiting in line. So, just I'll hold this up for you and then I'll walk out. Jess's is
0: the bakery. Right? Jess's is the bakery and restaurant. Um, Milche coffee shop. Yeah, exactly.
4: Two blocks, that, or two blocks. That way, I don't know where I am. Um, I also did, I mean, we've renovated the shop recently. Now I have an office. Oh, it's a it's office.
0: So and I, I can my the
4: Exactly. It's in there. So I used to, I, when I didn't have an office, a lot of the meetings were at Jesse's as well. So oh, it's at
0: Jesse's. And
4: we met at Jesse's. Um, so um in, in terms of kosher food, that's something which I don't know if I'm proud of, but that's. uh, I mean, I I spend a lot of time in kosher establishments.
0: (laughs) A real food. So you like schnitzels? Do you sell schnitzel here at Millie's? Okay, I need to put an order in for food to take for the (laughs) plane. I need to. I love to fly the kosher food on the airlines. It's terrible. Wherever you are in the world, I've never had an amazing airline meal.
4: Hello. The bread on hello. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, I don't love it. Don't love it. Fair so I always bring my own wheelie bag full, especially it's a 13 hour flight from LA from sorry, from Sydney to LA. But they will give me something at least. But from New York, from LA to New York, there's no food. So I'm gonna have literally be 24 oh. hours without food. I'm a foodie. I cannot be hungry or not have food. So I'm gonna go through um security with all my little things of food. They i once took a yummy's container. Yummies is trout moose. It's a fish spread that's Australian made. It's amazing. Um and they took it away from me. It's security. They really? wouldn't let me go through they wouldn't let me go through the X-ray machine. Like they took it away. I I cried. Literally. Why'd they take it away? <laughs> I thought it was gonna go 20 foot because it, it could have had a bomb in it. No there no spreads. It was bigger than three ounces or whatever you call ounces here, grams and they they said you can't have it i was really upset i'm sure they'll let you
4: take the schnitzel though, right? schnitzel
0: yeah yeah i need i need my little yeah. snacks you know but i know not taking the of fish trout on the plane look my on my counter went off oh. at least it's now in the right time because Correct. it always was going off during the day Now it's kind of caught up um thanks rabbi for joining us we you, have honey. to do some instagramming because i can put you on the ground no
4: worries here. With pleasure. Thank you for having me.
0: Thanks for coming and talking a little bit about no this in the Jewish community. If people want to find out more or where to stay or where to daven, anywhere they can, any websites.
4: Any website, just Sydney Jewish community. They'll find
1: plenty of places to find that out. Okay. Amazing. All right. Thanks.
0: All Rabbi. Right. I'll pleasure. let you go back good to good your night. family. <laughs> I've held him hostage for quite a while. All right. How you doing? Okay. You're all right. Okay. Hello. Hi. Welcome. Thank you. Today is a very special show, as we said. So I said, I need to have a wine on the show so we can have a l'chaim. We yeah. are. Would you like to try
3: something? Um, go- maybe after the wine.
0: After the wine. Yeah. Okay. So how's it going? Welcome. Good. Hi. Nice to
3: meet you. Nice Thanks. to meet you too. Thanks for having me
0: on. Uh, my pleasure. I, I had to show showcase Australian alcohol because I think we have good stuff here.
3: We do. We have um, some of the... We'll, I would say australia probably has the most diverse uh range of wines, specifically in the world because it's such a big continent and because of that some really really fantastic
0: wine can you tell us a little bit about some of the wines um
3: where
0: where are they you know where are they where we spoke last week about the ones in new south wales and the hunter yeah where where else are, are, are wine regions in australia
3: so you'll know about teal lake
0: teal lake i think it's probably one of the biggest yes. uh, kosher wines available in America.
3: And it's made by, I believe, Australia's third largest wine producer um, down close to the um, New South Wales-Victorian border.
0: Which is the southern part of Australia. In,
3: it's quite, I think the wine region is specifically called the Swan region. Okay. And um, and we actually, um, I work for Trailia Foods, uh, okay. which is uh, a big... Uh, distributor of uh, kosher food and wine in australia um and teal lake is one of the wines that we distribute is
0: teal lake well, the, what they're known as non-kosher as well uh, or no. that's just the private labeling of that
1: teal lake is, is
0: um,
1: teal lake
3: is a um specifically um a, a, the the kosher wine that is made by that by that winery um, and it is the the it's the main uh, people overseas in america and um, possibly israel as well when they think about kosher aussie wine i believe that's one of the main
0: yeah aussie
3: brands that come that comes up um, so but we're not talking top shelf top shelf kosher wine very very um well-priced and easy drinking teal lake is um, and it's great wine. It's, it's, great, really, it's wine. great
0: wine. I remember one point they had a Moscato. They called it Moscato de Aussie. Correct. Yeah, they stopped right. producing that. Yeah. It they, was like six bucks a bottle, yeah. great QPR, yeah. and it was we would buy it by the case, drink correct. it, give it out. My husband likes a real sweet stuff. Yeah. Like his favourite wine is Creme of Lager.
3: Oh,
1: great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, and we loved it. No more.
1: Yes, correct. Wine. Um,
0: well,
3: I, it's a it's a very good question i actually don't know why it was it was well loved um but also i think kosher consumers are learning uh, they're becoming much better educated when yeah. it comes to wine and they're not always reaching for that for that middle shelf anymore they're reaching towards that top shelf um and so i've actually brought you some top shelf aussie wine Let's to try some today top shelf aussie wine where is this
0: wine region
3: so um, this is Bellarine Estate. So show the camera. This yeah. is uh, Bellarine Estate. I don't know if that shows up properly. Oh, yeah. it's the Bellarine Estate Sapir, So this is a um, Bellarine Estate is an award-winning winery down in uh, on the Bellerine Peninsula in the wine region of Geelong, which is just southeast of Melbourne, um, and it's on the coast. And um, they've been they were founded in like 1996. A family. Family winery, um, and this is a um, joint venture between Bellerina Estate and Trialia Foods, um, and we label it as the Bellerina Estate Sapir. Um And I, I'll put you a bit let's of that.
0: Yeah, let's try some. Sorry, you're
3: sitting there uh, with a with.
0: I'm dry. I'm dry. Tell me.
3: To... Seriously.
0: <laughs> okay. Can do a little swell.
3: So, as I was saying before, because Australia ha- is so large and it has such a um, a a a diverse range of um of growing regions um, this is a cool climate cool climate uh or even a maritime climate to think yeah. kind of bordeaux style perhaps um mm-hmm. but australian um so Le
0: fine 300 shows
3: congratulations that's crazy <laughs> well pinot noir is one of the one of the
1: grapes that goes into making champagne oh and
3: yeah. And a lot of Australian Pinot Noir actually ends up in, well, we can't call it champagne here. Because it's not
0: from Champagne, France.
3: So it goes into our sparkling
0: wine. Sparkling.
3: sparkling. Um, this is nice. Yeah. Oh, this is excellent. So um, so what makes this um, cook? This is
0: really, that's much more
3: mm, solid, correct. very
0: solid wine.
3: Well, the wine you had on last episode was yeah. from New South Wales, from the Hunter Valley,
1: Yeah.
3: Um, which is a lot warmer because it's, Closer yeah. to the equator, yeah. we're talking north, so opposite for the, um, for the Americans and Israelis watching. Um, but, <laughs> Euro- um, Europeans, Europeans, and um, um, so because it's south, it's it's cooler climate, but also it's got, it's a maritime climate in on the Bellarine Peninsula. It looks out over onto Corio Bay, um, kind of uh, Port Phillip, and over into Bass Strait as well. And those, that's the
0: space between Australian mainland and Tasmania. Correct. Oh, I still remember something Aussie. There
3: you go. So when you so with a winery, with a winery that's built um, on the on the coast, um, getting all that wonderful um, sea air, um, it's um, it's able to cool the climate down. It makes it um, and also because it's south as well. But it's not. It's
0: what an interesting microclimate.
3: It is a very interesting microclimate. Wow. Yeah, very interesting microclimate. So what it's a great place. Air
0: affecting grapes.
2: Oh,
3: big time, big time. Because it also changes what they call the diurnal temperature—the okay. temperature between the hottest part of the day and the coolest part of the day—and um, that's um, that's actually a great place to um, to grow wine as well. And it and it also having that sea air also means that um, the grapevines are less. Um, less prone to getting fungal infections and stuff right. like that, like fungus.
0: So there are fungal so many infections. things that
3: sounds like a tinea thing. <laughs>
0: there are so many things you have to think about when you're making wines and producing wines. What other wines uh, do you sell and are you involved with?
3: So, Trialia Foods is um, Australia's um, biggest distributor of um, kosher and Israeli wines, um, and we have. I would say 150 to 200 different wines, uh, but a lot of Israeli, um, so, you know, uh, Barakam, Sagot, Dalton, yeah. Reconati, all those wonderful wines. Um, then Aussie wines, obviously, because we're here, Teal Lake, uh, this wonderful uh, Peralina State. Who is you your
0: just in the United States?
3: Oh, we are looking for one, actually. Can
0: I hook you up?
3: I would love you to Okay.
0: Hook you let, we'll talk. Yeah,
3: yeah. We would love we would love more Aussie wine to get to the Northern Hemisphere, okay. America, Israel. And, and I'll invite
0: take... people call your people. I'm looking forward okay, to You've it. got my number.
3: <laughs> so, um, Amazing.
0: Do we have yeah. something else we want to uh, try? We do. We I prefer... to cook some brought... sausages and lamb?
3: Oh, well, do you know, this is perfect for pairing with sausages and lamb. I'm going to tip out yeah, why, you why.
0: Do that. Why... And what we're going to do is you're going to stay, but you're going to sit there. Yes. And we're going to bring up. A very special guest. He's gone through a lot of effort to be here. Okay, all right, here we go.
3: And I'll bring you back some shiraz for the uh, for the meat as well.
0: Oh, I like this.
3: So cool climate shiraz. Yeah. So a lot of. Huh.
0: Yeah. So I should before I
3: before yeah. I disappear. Yeah. To the side. Yeah. But. This is cool climate Shiraz, so a lot of Aussie Shiraz people know, and even Israeli Shiraz, because it's a warmer climate. Big, bold, jammy, and fruity. But because this is because this is cool climate, it's more floral and more peppery.
2: Yes. Yeah. This is
3: wonderful. It's really and nice.
0: This took me for a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: very nice. So,
3: excellent. Um, very nice. Thank you for having me on. Thank you. Thank you I'm so much. But to, please stick around. I'm you're not. Going you're not leaving unwillingly don't I don't to, to, to
0: show on. <laughs> To
1: sit
0: there so there. just off frame jeannie can come and we, yeah off frame, but voice on say so, um, so this is a very exciting part for me because i've got a girl boss here you know how i love to support women businesses uh, so we're mum and dad what? not just me but yeah it's your whole family. yeah it's, it's, it's a family good. business so we love mom that
2: dad,
0: yeah is this i just going to ask um we're here at millie's we are recording our 300th super show over here. Pretty big, 300. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Um, I hope you go 10 years, 10 years for your own starting oh, business. Oh, yeah. So Sydney, do you want to give a little bit of the history about the butcher shops and why you started a butcher shop? Yeah, so um, look, I can't really get much history about the last two months. Like, i actually going We're going to start yeah, we get this. We needed some foil for so this is very okay. table. So oh, we're get Yeah, grab some
2: foil lucky we have the pattern of going in here to keep on going. it's all right pointing to the rabbi <laughs> right, well. now can I just say Dini yeah. why don't you give us a history yeah. about the
0: standard of the year right yeah. so yeah. I'm yeah. <laughs> <And laughs> just gonna say Dini came with a broken well ball. yeah brain. sorry I'm on crutches she's on crutches and at the afternoon in the hospital and then i'm here um, i just want to say thank you for coming well, thank Good. you for having me i really want to support you thank, thank you, you. this is and it's you and it we want it yet. Yeah. you know how many messages i've got i'll show you bring aussie lamb land. Land, kosher lamb to there america not? yeah i think it might be on yeah.
2: yeah let's see that the grill is turned
0: on can we just make sure that it's on? Yeah okay yeah, do we need to plug it in. In? oh plugging things in is so important to get electricity yeah, yeah. Okay. sorry yeah i'm thank just you. gonna thank make it thank you it, it takes the village. Yeah. village yeah it takes a village and that's exactly who we are yes. village, exactly we are. Yes. village, village China. China. Online. Butcher shop. it's yeah. online
2: yeah.
0: um what made you start a butcher shop so um i felt for back when i actually grew up in sydney oh really Where were you yeah i did Martina have Wow, oh, really? yeah. So I grew up in Sydney, um, and it's been about twenty years since I lived in Sydney. I moved to Melbourne for twenty years. Yeah. So that Sydney-Melbourne rivalry, you welcome back. Yeah. kind of like I'm not sure which side I sit on, but Sydney, yeah. come on. well, for now, you know. <laughs> this is the side we sit on. Yeah. So, um, uh, my husband and I were um in poultry. So poultry something that we were doing for a little while before kosher poultry here in Sydney. Um, and then when the butcher shop, you
2: mentioned in one of your stories on Instagram, the
0: butcher shop, unfortunately, in Sydney closed almost about a year ago, I think, maybe nine months ago, something like that. Um, and yeah, there was just an obvious gap for the community and we were kind of halfway there with poultry and what do you mean with poultry and a poultry business you were the Process, yeah. processing poultry providing the you and your husband thought sort of there was a lack of pressured chicken no we we took over the previous poultry there was a, there's been an existing poultry business for a while which which one uh, m&m poultry with my family involved in that uncle lady Marchak involved with that yes okay okay so here's yeah,
2: Oh, right, that's wonderful. Cool. So there we okay. are. Here we about a year and a half ago, and unfortunately, when the butcher
0: shut down, there was <laughs> an obvious need the community. People were, like, oh, we need meat, we need meat, we need meat, um, and we just took a punch and stepped in, and here we are. Good. So um, yeah, it's been quite a ride. Um, Where's your husband from? My husband's from New York. Okay. So we, about 15 years in Melbourne, picked up, came to Sydney with our four children. Um, also, I Sydney is also Sydney is the usual. I mean, it's not so very and what have you, but I think it's pretty traffic and you can see the, the ocean. Yeah. And, and the weather. I mean, I always say you wake up in the morning and you look at the window, you know, the sun literally shines bright in Sydney. I had it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, just it me is it's just a life. So Every day I've been going to the beach. Exactly. So we're very happy to be back. For a walk. Garden. We're very happy to be able to provide the community with something as a staple, such as meat and poultry. I mean, meat and chicken. And, 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 and have you had, you know, in America, the Corona threw all the supply chains for a loop. Is. We can't get duck right now. Yeah. So Corona yeah, definitely threw a loop. Uh, I would say probably our biggest challenge would be, was, I mean, it's starting to get a little better, but within staff, Australia's borders were shut for, mm-hmm. what was it, almost two years? Two years. So, you know, lack of immigration, lack of staff, you, I mean, every industry in the country would have suffered and is still only starting to sort of recover from having staff available to actually do really work. That was a, it's like, a big problem in the United States. Yeah. yeah, well, I think it's worldwide, actually, since COVID. Yeah, because nobody wants to work. The yeah.
2: movement didn't happen also. Usually there's a lot of movement around, that's what I've heard, of.
0: All right, but I can tell you about meat. Okay, let's talk about. Let's so, show yeah. them what they've so got. We've got barbecue sausages. It's an Aussie-style barbecue sausage. We're gonna cook them up. Yeah, yeah. barbecue sausage. Quite <laughs> a- unique what it is. Tell us, I to say what it is. I love sausages. Yeah. I bring. other have suitcase to go back yeah. filled with sausages. You're gonna give me some. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna get some from you. we um, so can just. Oh, which is very yeah, different... record. Yeah. Now, what um, is a sausage as opposed to a Frankfurt? I'm holding this up. This is um a sausage skin, real, sausage, no, real sausage skit, which we cannot get in America, right? No, um, I get this. Too. You can yeah. um, Some sausages
2: actually in Australia
0: are legally required to be at least fifty percent pure meat. By pricking holes, and it got obviously some fat and some other fillers, um, some flavors. Uh, the difference between a sausage and a Frankfurt sausage is a cooked okay so a sausage you've got to make sure it's probably cooked anyone you who's listening do you all remember when we were kids we would go to mr goldman's shop uh hadassah butcher? yes, yes. We'd and we yes, get a free sausage it would mr. Gold F- Gold F- F- and mr, F- yeah. G- mr. Yeah. goldman Frankfurt. yeah so i mean yeah i do remember. I it right and i remember being able to, with yeah so we also do the frankfurt um but these are very unique too you know they're sort of we call them aussie style um I'm showing on. you're I'm just getting it on the camera. Your view is
2: my appreciation of uh,
0: uh, Australia before snags. Yeah, we do. Um, uh, I'm gonna put a snag on the Barbie. Well, with the Bobby? what would you get now? Too. Oh my god, <laughs> Ma. You just joined us. Thanks, Mom. So we call the um, yeah, um sausage sizzle we can call it a sausage sizzle okay got sizzling uh, some sausages. I, yeah, we're, we're going right to eat and put on the high okay. we're going to have fun but you know in Australia so like very often you go to like a, um these big type style sausages obviously
2: um you know we have kosher style but you know bunnies like the big hardware store yeah it's on a sunday
0: afternoon bunnies will also call it like a sausage sizzle
2: and really? we put one of these here you know, like a
0: brown Aussie sausage and a slice of bread a bit of ketchup not like the American bread in a, in a bun, yeah, a very different style. Um, that's very Aussie. They two very Aussie awesome to Okay, what bunning okay. sausage? Is so that's like actually, it. yeah, sometimes um, I've seen bunnings actually. Really, cool. really? That's amazing. So,
2: maybe that's something we should. Do. Yeah, yeah. We, we can do a sausage.
0: I'll come back. barbecue. we can, we. we yeah okay We so love our sausages they will they will take a couple of minutes okay but um, all right now let's talk about the most important the most important ingredients yeah. or, or food item in australia is lamb chops yeah. i just finished don't judge me okay no one judged me no one in this room judge me i came here in december 2019 yeah. and benny red that worked in Hadassa on a yeah. or Elad on had or whatever the butcher shop is called yeah. at He always used to pack me up sausages, yeah. eight in a pack. or bring yeah. back eight packs of the day, and lamb chops. Yeah. ten little lamb chops, vacuum packs, and I would bring them back. The the and I "Okay, I have one packet. I just ate it. I said it was Corona. I said it was everything. I don't know how last. it was I just I didn't want to have it because it was the last best present yeah. yeah. product from Australia as." just yeah, ate it I like ate but it but now i knew i was coming i yeah, could yeah. eat it so i'm good so why is spraying land? them and that was one of the questions they asked me on the at rabbi solomon's q a was why is Australian land so sought after i gave the terroir answer because we have good terroir yeah. you proud of me yeah.
2: okay so,
0: so from what i understand,
2: um italian land well, we have lots of land we have lots of pasture and um uh, lots of grass, um there's no um artificial sort of things that we need to give it and they just grow because we very healthy animals and then their meat is just really lean. it tastes amazing. Um and I think we're actually I do like the want to of lamb around the entire world. I non kosher lamb
0: at Costco in my egg yeah,
2: yeah. it's this big It's like 40 bucks. <laughs> oh well <I'm laughs> It's nothing, it's like giving it away. Well, yeah,
0: it's or four hundred dollars if it will be kosher. Yeah, it's not cheap unfortunately. But what is kosher meat so expensive?
2: It's a really good
0: question.
2: Yeah. A, across the world. Across the world. It's a really good question. But I mean I, I can only say from, from, from what I understand and from my perspective that um for us we're a very small operation. Um service in a very small community uh there's a lot of manual labor that goes into it. uh you know, the turkey, you know, the in the testing the past or the of that um and you know we just kind of have to make sure that it's together we're going to
0: have to make fun and i think that's the key that is what right right i, I just you know we and i i just want to say i've got a lot of close friends and followers People who listen to our show who live in Europe, they cannot get wow. So we have to really be grateful to the Australian government for for letting us have A little bit crazy. I've got friends in in um Switzerland, no in Switzerland. Right. It's no 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 Shrita in Switzerland. I think in Ireland also they don't have schita been all over Ireland yeah. but there's no in some of these so. places yeah. so we yeah. really like grateful you know we always have to be grateful to you the country that you yeah. live in you give thanks and yeah. you're being right. back yeah. um so so a big country say America I guess it's expensive because there's so many steps yeah. to make it kosher Way There's like so many steps,
2: yeah. And I mean, look, the best way for us, we're a very small operator. Um, and look, the, the cost of raw meat in Australia in general is just quite expensive. It's not a you know, the sort of, even,
0: even the non-total side. Let's just hold, hold up the lamb to the got to, it, doesn't it, lamb it doesn't need any yeah,
2: salt, it when doesn't I, need to be well. All that you know, not allowed to put
0: ketchup on lamb chops but um you know for us it's always been a birthday special yes. my kids just love lamb chops so special occasions, we bring out the lamb chops, and yes. they know that it's their birthday or their landchop you,
2: know, you know so yes. um they're, they're perfect i mean we call them actually baby lamb Yeah, i mean they're sort of same size and they're also from the
0: my mum, my mum is the girl yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. And I used to bring my kids when they were little. She wrapped a tissue around that bone, and then would eat a like yeah. a yeah. With that. yeah, yeah, have a habit, yeah. Exactly it. So yeah, we yeah. do our you have any specialties um, within the sausages in the land? You you know looking to make special. Look, we are enabled so so for people have to buy. You're online. Mm-hmm. But the the we're to to we to pick up and we Yeah, amazing. And 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 we just we really, uh, We're looking to do some and and we have Guys, a little
0: yeah. I mean, people here, people must so, Yeah, really good Aussie meat. I just want to open up. We are cooking away. Can you come and join us? We're going to have a little bit of a a try of the meat and some wine. Come back, come back. So what? What was out here? You have a chair. You don't have a chair. Yeah, sorry, mom no, I'm, I'm gonna be out of
1: frame, anyway.
0: You're gonna be out of frame, but it's really most of our voice. Our show is okay. It's a radio.
1: Show. Okay,
0: as long as I can hear. Yeah, right. Abrami, Abrami's gonna send me a message. You just gotta speak loud over the sizzling sausages. Deal. Um, I'm just gonna put the. What
1: would you have with some lamb?
0: What would what wine would I have with lamb?
1: Well, Aussie lamb, I would go
3: Aussie Shiraz, but even even a nice Aussie ca- uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, or as we like to call it here. Um, Capsaf,
2: I mean,
1: cap cap bag
3: bowl
2: everything gets sorted in the, you want, you,
1: that really not
2: not to that. you
1: want, that, you want a, um, because, yeah, because, yeah flattering, that's what I was yeah. about to say, because lamb has a good fat content to it, you ideally want a red wine that's got some, um, some tannins in it. Wait,
0: tell us what tannins are for those of you who
1: don't know. Well, if if you've ever had a cup of tea that is overseas and leaves a bit of furry feeling in your mouth, that's because of the tannins in the tea. And that is the same thing. There are tannins in red wine.
2: I had no idea tea had tannins.
1: Yeah, some more than less. And having those tannins in your wine means that it cuts through the fat on your palate from your pipe of lamb, cuts through it then your next bite of lamb, you get to experience that new flavor
0: all over again. I love that. I think we're going to, wow. after the show, we're going to have a lamb
2: and wine party Ooh. over here I with some so. sausages. I'm so
0: uh-huh. uh, I've got some gravlax yeah. from here. We've got some booty good, that we yeah, did. Yeah, you know. I'm sure okay. we have cooked up a lot of food here. Um, I'm not sure how long is left of the show because my uh, abrami okay. is going to let me know. Uh, five minutes to go i don't know when that came up <coughs> but um three minutes thank you rami um guys this has been, been amazing fun. thank you for having us jeannie yes yeah. yeah, thank you thank you so much i really pushed her to come i know that she yeah, has a was, bad leg but yeah. i really want to help shout out yeah. it kosher meat yeah a new on. business i want to be my oh, Amen. everyone you. should have some sugar bracha Amen. Filling the world with your incredible. That's meat. it. We're trying to just make it more available, and and and. and it's accessible. only available in New South Wales. Are you shipping? Um, at the moment, we're predominantly in Sydney. Um, can you ship across state lines in America? Yes, for the US. You can. Food. You can. I mean, I can. You know, send to my family if I want to. But we're not really. We're sort of focusing on the Sydney market mm-hmm. at the moment, which really needs um,
2: it. Which needs it. We need a local. You know, uh, a local supply, and um, look, our product is. I mean, people are just thrilled. It's just. Really, our butchers just pay really special attention. They give it their everything and every cut of meat is just magnificent, so. All right, thank you. Thank, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today thank from uh, Trialia.
1: Trialia food. Yeah, I said it, and Trialia.
0: And thank you for the wine and for the good cheer and Rabbi Solomon and Dave's food company here. We're gonna have some Rablax, we're gonna have some sausages. We're gonna have a party here right here in Sydney, Australia, celebrating 300 shows of Table for Two. Thank you to all the sponsors that we've had on the show. 300, 300 francs. right? I right? Wishing everyone a Shabbat Shalom. We have music sponsored by our friends at Kerem. Right up until lift Benching. G'day from Australia. Shabbat Shalom.